Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And uh, we should we should say before we get started on this podcast that Sam is going back and remastering the old ones. Yes, the all, pre- she's going previous from, ones that we didn't know what we were doing she's in. She's going from the beginning of the podcast archive way back to Thread with Your Presser Foot Up. And is that the first one? First one. Which I think, of I mean, course, I'm very that's proud of very that. apropos. That was a good idea, yes, right? Very, you know? very much. Um, and she's remastering all of the episodes. Some of them weren't mixed into the proper format, uh, so she's doing that. She's adding in. So she's earning her keep. That's oh yeah, yeah she definitely yeah. deserves those gilded pedicures. Does and, she? Or no bonbon, gilded bonbons, bonbons whatever you yeah. know, whatever we're paying. She doesn't her like in. pedicures. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I hear, if you, I hear her say, if you um, are new to the podcast and you're listening to the first few episodes or something, the the first the the first few should be just as good as these now. And uh, or go back and listen, yeah, go, even if you've heard them again, before. Okay, uh, listen to my my charming voice tell you how to keep your okay. presser foot up. What we're not supposed to do, you and me, is go off in tangents. No, no, that's okay. We're not supposed to whisper. Whisper. For I like to sometimes whisper. Yeah, Mama, like she'll get all. Coy. I'll go, I get sneaky and yeah, coy. Yeah, she'll like she'll back off from the microphone and be like, she'll be like, you know, like what what's something you say? I'm trying to come up with something very easy, <laughs> or whatever. She'll be like, De- some demerit. Thing. Yeah, yeah. She'll be like, oh, that person didn't, yes. you know, thread with their press. You know, okay, so we weren't supposed to whisper. We're not supposed to whisper for emphasis. Okay, never again, ever. Yeah. Now, tangents, this is cool. Sam is doing show notes, and she's trying to really flesh out the show notes. Our show is a little odd uh, in terms of podcasts, Only I like us. Yes, and we, our show, just like you and me, Mom, is a mix of humor and sewing knowledge. That's true. So she is going through and picking out all of the really relevant stuff. And putting that in the show notes in case somebody wants to skim for information. you know, I see. If, that is a very good yes, idea. Which is something that we really desperately needed to do. But then at the bottom. She's putting what the tangents are. There's a little section called tangents. Because okay. tangents 
sometimes yeah. become important information. Or they're just fun, you know, or something that's like true, that. That's so true, too. The fact that these will be written down in words, you know, on the website right. means they'll be searchable. So if someone just desperately wants to hear about, you know, a tangent that we went on, they can, they'll can they be able to find it in the episode. If they realize that was yeah, a tangent. Yeah, but that'll be at the right. bottom, okay? So uh, did I tell you, you know, Derek heard his back earlier this summer, and it really made for uh, a sucky summer. Yes, in in a lot of ways. Um, so my childcare was, you know, my planned on childcare was non-existent, right? Because he couldn't lift the kids. And I said, you know, you can transcribe podcast episodes. Right. <laughs> so this is something. Did I he listen to any of them? Do. Oh my gosh! I bet he went nuts. He tried, and he got so frustrated whatever that i was like let's just not do it and he's like well I, i'll try i'll try again i was like no i don't want you to try <laughs> don't want you mad at me just because i make yeah. a podcast no you don't no like. no he was uh, he was like he was like well I, I don't know what to include what do you want me to write down every word you say <laughs> i was like all right just calm down okay go just play your video game and recuperate yes because okay? everything i say is important every single word <laughs> that i utter to you is important you know and he was he is an English major. He's a very yes. Talented he has a BA writer. in English. If anybody's ever seen Avenue Q, there's a whole yeah. song about having a BA so in English. So this whole bit at the beginning is going to be down in the tangent section of the show obviously notes for this podcast because it's obviously. about our personal life. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, we just want to let you know what is this podcast about, Mallory? Uh, this podcast is about wedding hems. Ah, and not the kind you sing. <laughs> But the kind but you put on hymns, clothing. Not hymns. Hems. Hems. Yes. Yeah. So we were asked to do a very last minute set of bridal alterations for someone. Again. <laughs> Again. And I just feel like every time we are asked to do something like this, we're like, what the hell's wrong with this dress? Like, right. why is this Well, and of like course, this? it's always someone that's very difficult to say no to. A family member. Yeah. Or or a quasi family member, someone you've known for forty years, or something, so, well, something, or they have a sad story, and we don't know what to do except go. Was, well, I guess. So. Well, it's and who? Also so last minute, right? And who else is going to do it? Yeah, him? That's what I, yeah. In no. less than a week. Yeah. And I don't know why people don't think about this. Well, the other thing I didn't understand is someone sold them this dress that was a foot too long, but did not have the ability to have it hemmed. Yeah, we're okay. So. So where do you get that dress? Notwithstanding, like, this particular situation, right. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. What is going yeah. on in the dress-selling exactly. world, right? Like, now, even a wedding store, you know, gown house, whatever, right. that sells you, I, they will tell you there's a wait. There's a two-week or a month wait or whatever. Or they will tell you that there's an expedient mm-hmm. fee. Mm-hmm. So you can get it done. It's just going to cost you. Okay, so... Uh, this this one hem, this hem, uh, this most recent hem, it had a bunch of appliqued lace, little little pieces of lace yeah. on it that were then beaded. Right. And so when I get the picture texted to me, yeah, nine days before the wedding. Right. Okay. Uh, oh no. And also, weren't they saying? They were going to look for someone to hem okay, it, and I if they it. couldn't yeah. find one, they'd call you. Yeah, this was I had to make a decision, and and well, no, you had to make you had you had to put down put I, down yes, the law. Yes, they yeah. said, oh well, so it's like the it's Thursday. You know, there's two Thursdays before the wedding. This one included, right? And they say, hey, well, this weekend we're going to see if this one person will do it, and then if they can't do it, can you do it? And I was like, nope. If I'm going to do it, I need it 
We need to I know. Get it over That's the right. I get the weekend. You know, I I get the weekend, not someone else to screw it up. You know, so I said if I'm gonna. Well, do that's it, the other thing too. If it had been screwed up, guess who would have gotten it? Right. Right. So so anyway, um, we get this dress, and it was very interesting though. I mean, I did learn things from it. I'm taking off these appliques, and I realize that the beads have been put on. Afterwards. Right, the applique was put on, and mm-hmm. then the bead was put through all layers. Instead of, had I like a beaded right, had I made the dress, I would have appliqued probably. I would have beaded the appliques, then put it on. If I was looking, that someone will probably have to right. hem this. And and I don't know. I know we talked about we've talked about wedding dresses before. Wedding dresses are generally made to be hemmed. Yeah. They're made for a model who's like 5'10", 5'11", uh-huh. and very few of us are that tall. And I, it made sense as I was, you know, taking these things off and thinking, I think it makes sense for the manufacturing process, okay? So they right. get this lace. Because it's faster get, for them right. to sew, so the, sew it on. Right, so they sew the lace, right. and then they can go back and, you know, uh, bead that. And right. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because they don't have to then sew around the no, beads. Yes. Correct. And, and then they, they don't have to hem it, right? That's right. <laughs> they don't have to hem it. They don't have to hem it. So I was like, okay, these need to be taken off, you know, and da-da-da. So I'm, uh, I get um, the, the bride here and get the dress on her, and it actually looks... It looked nicer when I put it on her. <laughs> it looked nicer when I <laughs> Well, that makes up. a difference, <laughs> yes. too. Uh, and I told her about, a, a, it's a corseted, well, you know. that's a It's a boned it's a corseted boned top with the lace, lace in the back. back. Right. Okay. And Which is really the best for a fit. Sure. Usually. There were yes. no straps, though. So I did explain to her, as we've explained before on this podcast, about how this dress is held up from the waist. Okay. And then she. Well, it. Should be held should up from be, the waist. Yes, it should we be see people mm-hmm. let them try and be held up by the bust, right. or the uh, you know the underarm or the overbust, and that is not where they're held up. So we and we did a whole podcast properly, on that. right? We, okay, so I'm telling her this, trying to explain these you know like concepts, and she seems very receptive. Right. And then I told her about like scooping her boob up, right, and putting it in there, and she was like, "Oh, okay," right. you know. And actually, on the lining of this dress, there's like these two lines that intersect, like right at the apex. Oh, so you've got a good, so said, you got a target for the there. nipple, right? <laughs> you know, I was yeah. Sometimes you got a good target <laughs> place. Yes, yes, yeah, it was perfect. And I have to say, okay, we provide the so long and so happy zine. To the backstitch and zigzag members every month. Correct. And it's available for nine ninety nine just per issue if you want to get it. I used every tip from the Fancy Month zine oh, on, on this the dress. dress. I yeah. was, I, you know, I learn things. I interview mom. I take the photos. Of course, I know some things. Of course, mom knows more than me. And I was using every piece of knowledge that I gained as I was making the alterations on this dress. You actually taught me something on this one, though. I did. Remember? I did yeah. teach you a cool thing. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, so, anyway, this hem, I marked it, and then I took the dress off the girl, and she leaves. And do we look at it that day or the next day? I don't know. I just know I looked at it, and she was gone. She was gone. Yeah, it was probably on. No, it was that day. And it I was the say, same day, this yeah. This is the day after Mom has had... Super invasive <laughs> yes. oral surgery. I've had like my sinus bone ripped apart and sheared off, and uh, 
bone graft put in and all that. And I am trying not to ask, like, for your help. Like, real hard, yeah. you know? But it's hanging up in my pins where I pinned yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, how did you pin You're this? Like, what it the didn't, heck? it made no sense. It looks super screwed up. Yeah, it, it, like, it, it looks like she had Zelda pin it. <laughs> it. I was like, what is going on here? And so it's got this sheer overlay with these And Zelda's three. <laughs> yeah. It's got these sheer over, the sheer overlay with these appliques on it, but then it's like a lined dress underneath. And the, the outer fabric of the dress part, the pink satin, you know, da, 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 it's all like bubbled up. Like yeah, it's I bubbled have... over the, it, do, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. And I, I have to say, I think it doesn't make sense because it didn't look like that when it was on her. Well, and you've seen it. a lot of, you you know, you've marked some wedding dresses, you, but you've seen a lot of them. Didn't you think that I wouldn't have screwed up that weird? I don't, Did I you would think not that have, in your brain? It, if I would, would, if somebody else would have done that, I would have thought they were like just you know Didn't a know true idiot no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would not have accepted that okay. you know you did it correctly yeah yes. so why why doesn't why doesn't this look right so we look at the dress and how it's hanging up and the lining of this dress is only attached at the neckline and and the, hem. the back lacing in the hem and okay the, right. so it's the the hanging straps in the side of the dress are pulling the lining up and right. have been doing this probably in the store. We think the dress has probably been hanging in the store like two or three years. It was like a, it was you, like a. Okay, mom, in the lingo, okay, if you say it's been there a minute, it means like a while. So just oh, a so minute? I thought a minute really meant like not no, long. No, it means you say like. Oh, oh my that, gosh! Now I have to learn some more language. I learned oh this my from gosh! Lindsay, and she was, and then I. No, then I heard it was it. there for. Like a eon. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. You know, it's it's obviously a sample dress. Uh-huh. It had been there. Lots of people have tried it on. Mm-hmm. We found makeup on the inside. You know, yeah. and, and spots and l- little little road rash underneath the. Uh, the, <laughs> That's um, the perfect way. <laughs> little, it's like someone stepped back onto the right, train. Yeah. A little, little road rash <laughs> under the train. You know, it's the dress will be beautiful. It, yeah, it's gonna be great. <clears throat> and these dresses are more resilient than a lot of people think. Right, know? right. Well, you know, it'll look good in pictures. Yeah. That's all that counts, okay, honestly. So yes. It turns out I wasn't an idiot and actually just like when you made the lining and the outer dress line up. So we like took it, it apart. <laughs> yeah, we unpinned it and, and sort of kept our landmarks. And Apparent. Okay, so it, it had not. It had become misshapen. Like yes. the overskirt had somehow, or the, you know, the public part of the dress, not the lining, the public fabric, had somehow outgrown the lining. It did not on the side seams, right, where it had been seamed together. Front. Only yeah. well, no, there were a few places to the back, back on the train that were a little front. funny, but mm-hmm. not as bad as the front. So I don't know if it was from hanging poorly. Yeah, what are people you know getting into it weird? I I have no idea. Well, plus you know we've talked about this before too. Those two hanging straps are never enough for a dress like this. Yeah, they need more, and we did add more. Yes, um, it will become misshapen. Yeah, there is just no way. So somehow you know. The public fabric, the satin, which was actually, I thought, a pretty good grade of mm-hmm. satin, had somehow gotten too big. Well, it was, and it was it like, like lining, outgrew. Yeah, the lining was being drawn up. So when we lined it all up, my pins made more sense. Yes. Okay, and because it did line, uh, it did 
line up with the organza overlay. Yes. So there's this organza overlay, which brings us, you know, now to this hem, you know. Uh, so before we cut the hem off, I was trying we, – we, we looked at our pins – we kind of decided which appliques right. we needed to, to take remove, off. right? And or I, which we could just cut around and re- reapply. Yes. And this is where we discovered like the order of operations right. here, because I was like, "Oh, I'll just take the appliques off." Whoa, beads flying everywhere! Right, <laughs> <laughs> ting, 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 ting on the floor, you know. So okay, these beads have to be you know taken off or this tied off. But yeah, Mom said what she said was we would remove the lace to a certain point right where the rotary cutter would cut that hem in but it's just appliqued onto this organza so it's not we didn't necessarily have to remove the applique off of the organza we could just cut close if right. it was in that part that was being you know cut off and so that's what we did and uh we did salvage some and some did have the beads you know completely taken off of them and then you sort of made it so two of those applique or a couple of those appliques could like stay on the dress. Right. You were like, "Oh, we're just going to make this a little longer." It was like, here to well, side. and and this is I would like to interject here uh-huh. with the process of doing bridal. And the more and more bridal someone does, they find out sort of the way these are put together. Yeah, and you know, there's probably four or five ways stuff is put together. You know, and it, and you'll it will repeat itself. You'll yeah. you'll get a gown and go, oh, this is that's the one made. that's yeah. done this way, or this is the one that's done this way. And I actually thought there was going to be horse hair in this hem, which is the way this one was done. But there was no horse hair, mm. which gives another reason that the I guess the lining was weird and grew out of shape. Um, but I don't think it's a bad idea to look at a dress. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, step away from it and think about it. Yeah, yeah. And not just dive into it. But, you know, look at it, inspect it. How is this sewn on? What's sewn on first? That's you know, great. Yeah. Who's on first? Who's on second kind of thing? And go, how am I going to go about this, which is the most efficient for me and will, you know, also come out with the best result. Well, and I, I do want to say, so this had these little lace appliques on right. the bottom. If this had been some kind of trim or something else, you know. Where you could pull it back. You know, yeah. you could pull that back. Now, the other thing about this dress was that this overlay was all one piece. There yes. wasn't like, and there was no clear delineation at the waist or no, anything there's like not. that. There's only side seams, that's it. So some people would have looked at the dress. Or they would have looked at the, you know, oh, this has a decorative hem and thought, can we bring it up at the waist? Right. So the answer on this dress is no. No, not on this right. one. Uh, but I did get out another wedding dress that we had here at the house. And I, I was looking at <laughs> I was looking at dresses we have at the house that are hemmed. And I was like, wonder if she'd like any of these. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, we I came across this dress we have here that is cut work. It's a Battenberg lace is what it's called. Yeah, but like yeah. it, you know, it's Battenberg work. Yes, it it's cut work on. It is the fabric, right? It's integrated within the fabric. Yes. Yeah, so, so the the technique is the Battenberg technique, but it is on the fabric. It is not applied. No. Um. So I said to Mom, I was like, "Well, how would you hem right. this dress?" And you told me that that dress you would take up from right. the waist. Now there is another way to do that. Okay. You could go right up to the cut work. Uh huh trim away 
very, very, very carefully mm-hmm. and then move that up, up. and re basically um, satin stitch uh-huh. on that. I would probably move the waist. So if you move the waist, you're basically shortening from the top and you right. have to redo some side seams, right? Because you have to make it narrower. It depends Maybe. on the dress. It depends on, you know, depends on the dress. Here's yeah. the other thing on a wedding dress. You usually have a train. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, traditional wedding dresses will have a train. So you only hem the front of the dress. Sure. Right. You true. don't hem the back. So it just depends. And it also, um, depending on the severity of it, you may be able to just lift the front of the dress or you may have to do the whole waist. Okay. It just depends. Okay. That's a good to know. Right. You just have to go, uh, if I just lift the front of this, is it going to get wonky? Well, if you only have to lift it two or three inches, you may be able to, you know, undo the waist, right? Uh-huh. And lift. If not, and, and here's the other thing. A lot of times these are full skirts, so you don't have, if you, if you have a full skirt, you don't have to worry about the side seam either. You can gather that or something, or you can make a tiny pleat. Uh Um, Girls, women now like pockets in their wedding dress. This is the time to do it. Yeah. Okay. If they have a side seam. (laughs) Yeah. You you can put, you can put a pocket in their side (laughs) seam. So. You know, there's a couple of ways to lift something at the waist. Okay, and then I wanted to say that this dress had like a, a tool, you know, underskirt. The one that the one that we, we were, were working talking on? about, uh-huh. yeah. And then it had like a bit of a lining to separate the tool, right? You know, from the body, and it was just a real thin, right? Like, you China us- silk. right? You usually want something between the body and the tool because it is itchy and oh, stiff. Sure. And I just want to say I did that all by my lonesome. Okay, I and. I told her, I said, I'm, I'm not going to do this hem quite as nice uh, because we're on a time crunch. And I just took it over to the serger, put some blue thread in the serger. Actually, it was already in there. I thought, oh, this is serendipitous. And I did a three-thread narrow hem okay. on this lining yeah. just to shorten it. And then she has something blue in right. the dress. And I've, I've often done, done that is put in a... Uh, you know, a blue ribbon on the bustle or a blue mm-hmm. hem or something so they have blue and they don't have to worry yeah. about it. So that hem originally was like turned over twice. Yeah. You know, top stitched like a kind rolled, of like a tiny hem. Like or a tiny rolled hem, hem. Or rolled uh-huh. hem. And it just wasn't necessary. It's not. Okay, it's not seen. Right. The other hem now, is secure. Now, sometimes you don't even have to touch that hem. Yeah, yeah. Because usually the tool and the um that hem are a lot shorter than the entire dress. Yeah, so the tool was didn't Short need enough. to be messed with. I think it looks like it's been cut off. Oh, does it? You know, I didn't I'm gonna look. look at it again. Uh, yeah. Now I did notice the tool. I think the edges of the tool are bound. They look like they have a ribbon on them. So uh-huh. that's some place where you would you have if you needed to shorten that. Would you have like moved the tool up on the inner skirt? No. Or would you have cut the tool? I would have just cut. You it. just cut the tool. I okay. Would've. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> I was thinking my lucky stars are like, great, you know, don't have to worry about yeah. that. So, yes, the the bridal hems or wedding dress hems, you know, depending on that treatment on the bottom of the hem, you're going to need to decide what needs to be preserved. Right. You know, or something like that. And so mom and I hung the dress up. We've got hooks in the sewing room, which I'm very grateful for. In the ceiling. In the ceiling. And we just got our razor blades out and started, you know, taking these appliques off. So uh, let's take a little message break and come back and talk more about wedding hems. 
everybody. It's Mallory here in your message break. And I just want to make an announcement or a disclaimer or whatever we're supposed to call it that we are going to start using affiliate links as uh, a way to get support for the podcast and for our website and everything like that. Uh, Mom, do you know what an affiliate link is? <laughs> okay, she's affiliating me with something and I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, I totally like used, you know, Thanks. Our, our tax ID number to, yeah. you know, da, da. so what an affiliate link is. I'm going to wind up like in jail and not know what I'm being charged with. Is yeah, that prob- right? Probably. Okay. Uh, no, because we're disclaiming it right now. Oh, so okay. <laughs> affiliate links. I'll just need a lawyer. I yes. won't go to jail. Yes, okay. Yes. And we'll make money from the affiliate links to pay for the lawyer. <laughs> So ZD's going to need to keep her butt out of jail. No, we're doing it all right. Okay, so here's the deal. Affiliate links are links that we post uh, that maybe to Amazon or or to other products or on other platforms. And when you click through and you buy things on Amazon or, or you subscribe to something, you know, that we're an affiliate for, we get a kickback. Okay. Oh, we make money? Yeah, we make a little bit of money. And what's really cool about the Amazon thing is uh, you know, you make we make the kickback on on everything you buy. <laughs> so, uh So if they buy a refrigerator, I can make I can make money on it. That is correct. Hey everybody, buy a refrigerator. No, we're not. Okay, so th- that's something we're not supposed to do, right? Oh, we're not supposed to, I, so now I am going to wind up in yes, jail. So the terms of service, though, I just want to let you all know is that we have to disclaim like, "Hey, we're an affiliate for this or this, you know, when we share this tracing paper from Amazon that has free shipping, this is an affiliate link. You need to know that I am not just innocently recommending this. Uh, and we will get a kickback on that. So you're going to see some of those in the group. It's never going to be uh, crap that we don't I was going to say, like. even though we could endorse crap... We won't. We're not going. We're actually going to maintain our ethics. <laughs> yes. Okay. And we're going to find you things at places that ship fast. Uh, we're going to recommend products that we really enjoy using. If you've ever ordered something from us, you may have noticed that Mallory's not the most organized uh, shipper and packer. So we are going to play to our strengths and really focus on creating the podcasts, the videos, the online classes, and allow other businesses that are really good at shipping things <laughs> to ship things to you. So just be aware that we will be using those affiliate links. Uh, there are lots of ways to let you know. I can just say this is an affiliate link or sometimes people use hashtags and I've been getting really creative and using and it's been a lot of fun already in the group. So uh, just heads up, we're going to be doing that. And if you click on an affiliate link, know that if you purchase something, you'll be supporting SoHere.com, and we so appreciate it. Good idea, Mal. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We're back. We're back. Did you? Don't whisper. We're back. No. I wasn't whispering. <laughs> Would you have something in your throat? See, I lost my voice. <laughs> okay. We're back. Let me clear my voice. Oh. All right. <clears throat> so talk to us a little bit. You said you didn't talk about bridesmaids hymns. Or should we go back to the prep? Well, let's go we, back. We, to, we let's let's talk backwards. about the wedding okay. hymn. Because when this bride called Mallory, she said, oh, I have my shoes on order. And Mallory said, she says, I can tell you how high they are. Cool. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> You've got to have, somebody needs to be wearing the shoe, or at least the height of the shoe, and what you tell them is, if this is not your shoe, I'm going by this shoe. Well, I mean, and she did say, she said, I'm ordering my shoes right now, and I was like, okay, and she said, I know how tall they are, which I thought was good. That like, was good. looked, and I said, please try and bring a shoe that is very right. similar right. to the one, you know. Absolutely. And so I, I appreciated that she Absolutely. had taken it into account, but yeah. Shoes and undergarments. Undergarments, if there are any. Right. You know, um, I really try, especially if the dress is corseted like that, to keep undergarments out of the story. Because the fewer undergarments sure. you have on, the less you have to worry about well, and, and worry about something shifting or whatever. What I didn't know from this is if she would need a petticoat. I couldn't tell from the photo Or a crinoline. A crinoline uh-huh. or something like that. I was like, I can't tell. Well, and sometimes a crinoline is an option. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How full yeah. does she want the skirt? Does sure. she want the skirt smaller? Is she getting married, like, in a very more confined space? Yeah, yeah, and you don't want... And then sometimes you leave the petticoat. Sometimes you can put a crinoline up under a dress, and you shorten it two inches by doing that. Absolutely. No, that's very true. Um, so she didn't... Yeah, so she ended up... She did not wear a bra. Because right, because this, it's corseted. Yes, and so that was good. And I did give her a tip. I said, hey, do you have, like, a robe that you can wear while you're getting ready yes. or something? You know, is because you're not going to, you know, you're not going to wear a bra, and I don't know how you're getting dressed. And this and is another thing. Da, da, da. Mallory showed up at a wedding time one time and had to him a dress right there. There was not a oh, I safety pin. There was not a straight pin. There was not a needle and thread. There was um, static guards needed. Um, I used baby wipes wipes to clean makeup uh, because inevitably someone gets makeup on the bride's dress or gets, you know, the bridesmaids get makeup. They put makeup on first and then they put their dress on and something happens. Baby wipes are really good because they do have usually some sort of oil base in them. So it will usually remove you know, makeup or, yeah, or a lipstick or something right away. Kit. So why why people don't right. think about this is amazing to me. I would assume this is on every, like, bride internet site in the world <laughs> that you need, you know, some sort of an emergency, you know, deodorant, um, what else? I don't know. Like, just anything. Um, I often put baby powder in there. Sometimes the shoe doesn't go on because you're nervous and you're hot. Mm. You know, things like that. So, um the other thing I like to do, and I've been doing this a lot lately in my own shoes, is put um, panty liners in my shoes. Oh. <laughs> well, especially if you're going to be nervous and sweaty or something, and you're not wearing a stocking. 
It keeps your shoe from getting like slippery wet inside. You know, maybe I just haven't been getting fancy enough lately. Yeah, I don't think things. you have. I guess not. I'm like, <laughs> but those little bitty panty liars go right in a shoe. Well, all and right. And then you can throw them away. So not the super jumbo overnight pads. Well, if you <laughs> wanted to be puffy about it, I guess, or feeling like you're walking on air or a cloud or something. Okay, so yeah, bring bring the shoes to the fitting. But yeah, why someone would not have safety pins? Is just beyond me. You know, I throw a hook and eye in. I throw, of course, you know. Sure. I mean, I overdo. Yes. Okay. Yes. But, I mean, I have a kit I carry in my car, whether I'm going to a, what, you know, just when I go to the grocery store, I have it in my car. But, um. So, if you need a wedding dress right. alteration in Columbia, just go to the grocery <laughs> store and try to catch Zini. You know she's got the kit in her car. Just ask her right then. Just ask her. But I, I'm amazed. I mean, because you never know. Whose button, you know, even the guys, the button falls off of the tux or right. the whatever the shirt they're wearing or, or, or what, you know, it it's just amazes me. In fact, I've been known to carry around a pair of black socks in there, you know, because <laughs> usually a guy will show up with the wrong color socks. Okay. You can always magic marker their ankles, too. Talk about, uh, talk about bridesmaids. Well, bridesmaids, bridesmaids yeah. um, since we're talking about wedding hymns. Well, wait a minute. Let's oh, talk okay. about the length first of the oh, okay. of the okay the bride's yes. hymn. Mm-hmm. Okay, where do you want it? It's it's kind of a funny place. Okay, to me, this is where I put my bride's hymns. I want it off the floor, mm-hmm. but when she walks, I really don't want to see anything more than the barely tip of her shoe if I see that at all. Mm-hmm. In a straight dress, you're going to see the tip of a shoe. Yeah. yeah. In a full dress, you won't. Okay, but when they say I want it on the floor, Mallory can tell them the story about the bride that fell on her face. Right, right. You know, you you have to consider safety again. And I I really believe people see this in magazines. They see it on runways and things where the dresses are, are draped to the floor. It's not it won't work. You can't I, get up the aisle. And I did I did talk to her about that. I was like, I know you probably see pictures right. of the, you know, these pooling, but we want to make sure you can walk. So I did tell right. her that. And then I had two lengths to consider, right? Because I had this over, the mm-hmm. sheer overlay, you know. So I made the sheer overlay the longer length and then the underskirt, you know, the, you know, the dress under there. Right. Um, could be a little shorter so that it would still have that nice right. look. Right. Uh, so, yes. You usually want your top layer to be the longest. Make Absolutely. Sure, make sure that your peeps can walk and not and not trip. You don't want it to be what I call a toe catcher, yes. where when they walk, the toe of their shoe actually almost grabs the hem or the front of the dress. Right, right. So, you know, I think that pretty well takes care of all that. Okay, talk about that bridesmaid's hem. Okay, so the bridesmaid's hem. If you fold up your bridesmaid's hem to two and a half inches and then blind hem it, like we did in the 60s and the 70s, people will think you don't know what you're doing, okay? The modern look is that the hem is cut where the dress will hang. So basically, you only need a half inch or a quarter inch more than where the dress is going to to fall when they're walking. And you put in a tiny hem or a rolled hem. So what mom's talking about with the tiny hem, we made a video. Does it have three or four options? I think it has three. Video. Or it shows you at least three. It's the tiny. No, it it does. It has has three options because I think we did the um, 
I think we did a uh, a surger hymn too. Well, uh, I think I it's know. technically four. Okay, oh, because okay. we show that if you have extra slippery fabric on the tiny hem on the right. sewing machine that you might do it up twice right. with the sewing machine right. or if it folds over twice for right. you then you don't need to do it and so right. then we did the serger and then we did the zigzag on the shear yes which that is a beautiful piece of sewing cinematography if yes. i do say so myself <laughs> it is so gorgeous um so these tiny hems they are easier than you think right you don't have to have a serger I and actually like, they're they're easier know. than the folding the hem up your two and two and a half inches right. because you're usually not wor working with a different diameter where in some dresses where there's an a-line form to the dress or something you know where the dress flares at the hem you have to accommodate right that the bottom of the hem is larger than the you know, where it's folded up to. Up right. Whatever. Yes, yes, absolutely. So do check out uh, the blog post is like Tiny Hem Techniques with ZD. We'll link to it in these show notes that Sam is, you know, doing up so nicely. It's a blog post and a film, right? It's a blog, or what? The blog post has the video. Oh, in is it. that what it is? Okay. okay. And then the video is also on YouTube. They so, confused me all the time yeah, with all this stuff. Well, actually, you know, yes. sometimes, so when I upload a video to YouTube, it should also like become a blog post, right? Right. And I realized that I hadn't do that, done that for a couple of our videos. And I was like, oh, well, that's a fast blog post. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> so, anyway. so the other thing with this bridesmaid's hymn is definitely she is not supposed to trip on her dress. Yeah. And it's usually a little bit short. If, if this is a long dress, it should be shorter than the bride's dress. It, mm -hmm. You know, her, her, the tips of her to her feet can show so right? a way to uh, avoid any issue with this is don't have bridesmaids right get a t-length wedding dress that's right <laughs> well and you will have bridesmaids that say no i want it longer and i've looked at him and i and, and i've had to say in it you know in you my in my mean yeah. mean smackdown voice sure. this is how it's going to be and this is not your wedding yeah yeah um I realize they've paid for the dress, but they knew that coming in, you know, tough. But I mean, the worst thing you want is a bridesmaid who's, you know, pulling up or who, who's dress, distracting yeah, right, from what's right. going on. You yeah. know, they really are supposed to be like a piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell them that, but, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we basically weddings are just like theatrical performance that's what they us. are okay yes. so this we come at this from a costume okay everything's a theatrical right, performance exactly. so it's like, when we go up when we don't when, touch okay, your when hair my, while you're up there when you're my children like go on an interview for for a job or something they're like well i have to audition for this job <laughs> yes. and it's like you know to pack groceries or something but uh what do i wear to my audition um, yes I'm, I'm going to an actual audition tonight are you going tonight yeah and, i saw you that know what? did you give that girl that bag yeah, I did. You know, she's the she's Enola. The, she's the musical director for that show. Oh, well, she's the so musical director right now for another so show. You're bribing her. I bribed you're her. Bribing her to give me a part in this. She's show. really nice. Well, she's really nice. What if I don't? I I thought about not but saying she, anything about yeah. it. What if I don't make it? Let's be well, just say you're Enola. You know my mother. <laughs> Anyway. I just said her name. Um, <laughs> and it's not one like we can get by with that a lot of no, people no. have. But actually, she's she's musically directing um, cabaret. cabaret right uh -huh. yeah. um, so if anybody wants to know, I'm trying out for Sweeney Todd tonight. Uh, I'm auditioning. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, maybe if you might even see the bag. Yeah, maybe. No, she really liked maybe it. she'll bring it in. She really liked I'll it. I thought you were going to tell me I had to take it away from her so you could give it I to somebody like, else. I embroidered that. Put me in the show. Okay. I embroidered it. I know Zita gave it to you, okay, but I embroidered it. Um. 
<laughs> okay, so anything. Oh, a couple things about this dress. I was saying that I was using so many tips from the Fancy Month zine. The Fancy Month zine, too, it might be one of our longest zines that isn't like Because it's like all those long dresses. It, That's it, why. Is that why? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have like a pattern in it. Like one zine was the kimono and one zine was the joggers from the leggings, you know, and stuff. But this zine had all these in-depth pictures of my... You and- can tell the music director <laughs> that you will make her a kimono. For her aerial performance. Oh. You know, that's coming out in October. There's a bribe for you. Okay, okay, there's okay. a bribe. Anyway. Okay, so. <laughs> tangent, tangent. The zine has all of these tips on construction or things you can add to ready-to-wear dresses, which is right. what I was doing. So this dress has these two hanging straps that are just a couple inches down from and the neckline. And only attached to the lining. Only attached so to the lining. So think about this. It's Why like, did this dress get screwed up? Oh, really? Huh, you know? Yeah. So, so it's basically been hanging by its lining for however long. A minute. A but minute. I call it's, that a neon. It's been hanging by its lining for a minute. Okay. So I started to <laughs> sew the two dresses together, the lining to the outer dress along a side seam. And then I must admit that I decided that it's my life and I didn't want to do that on right, the other side. Right. And I was like, why am I remaking this dress? You know, and I, right. and it's fine once it gets on her and we'd hemmed it already, you know. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop doing Usually that. you can tack it in a few places and you're okay, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Right. Right. So I tacked it. Yeah, I did tack it in a couple places on the other side. And then I did a tack at like the center front waist. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I tacked the two together. I used the silamide thread that we talked about uh-huh. in the zine. And. You know, I was all like, oh, I should not get through the sheer overlay and da da you know, and everything. I was like, whatever, you know, and it, I don't think I did, but no, I thought I'm no sure one's going to see it. It hangs pretty You know, and well. no, one, no one's going to see yeah. the, um, the threat, you know. Right. So what I did there was I put a very long hanging strap from the waist. So a ribbon strap, a, a ribbon, ribbon loop. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very substantial ribbon. It's like a nice ribbon. And... It goes all the way up to like the high point of the hanger. Okay. Right. It, like go, it the goes collar, around the neck, the of, neck the of the hanger. hanger. Yes. And then what I did was I brought that, you know, strapless neckline up and I put a, you know, I crocheted, you know, your little. Hand crocheted with, your, with your sewing little, thread. Mm-hmm. Um, a loop. Loop, a guide. People do belt loops like this. Yes. That this ribbon could go through right at that center front. Okay. And I put the ribbon up through there, and then I raised the dress up to the level where it would be held up properly right. like, in its shape. And it would look like its shape uh-huh. should be. Like, right. And I put a button on the ribbon right. so that dress could hang like that. Hang it, on the button, so yes, to speak. so it wouldn't slouch over. Right. The other thing I did on this dress, which I was so excited to do because I'd never done this on anything Personally, I'd seen you do it a lot, mm-hmm. and it was the live broadcast for the Zigzaggers in, I think that was June or July was Fancy Month. I'm sorry. I have uh-huh. trouble remembering. I think it was June. Uh, in June, you showed them how to run the stitch how along the neckline. How to cup the top of the... Well, mm-hmm. and it's not the neckline. No. It's the it's the bust line, the really. Line. Right. It's it's when you have a strapless dress. So there's a way that you can apply stitches to that bust line in order to make the dress cup right. more over the chest and so it's not gapping. Right. And I was doing this and I did it like halfway, kind of like you did in the right. zigzagger broadcast. And I looked and I was like, 
Oh my gosh. Makes I have such a difference. Made this smaller. This is going to stay on her chest better, you know, and it's not going to be so, you know, exposed. She won't feel the need to pull it up. And I didn't take pictures because it was, it was, I was very tired and it was hard to get a picture, but you could see just up at the top. Right. How that part had it gotten just, shorter. It just makes a you slight know? cup, brings it in, makes it shorter. And it's nothing that changes you know, no, the design the actual, of the dress, yeah. it changes the fit of the dress. And it doesn't actually make, like, the top of the dress smaller no. like, in terms of, you know, fitting around the breasts or right. something like that. No, so, it doesn't change the cup size at all. I was absolutely thrilled right. doing that. I thought, oh, my gosh, I've arrived. Okay. You know, I was like, I, I was, that was fun. That was a fun part of this project. So I had a good time doing that. And... Yeah, I'm really, I'm excited to see how that looks on her. So the other thing that you told me to do, and I think we might be able to wrap it up with this, that I, I forgot to do this when she came to try on this dress, is when oh. you put someone in one of these corseted back dresses. Where they lace. Where they lace. Mm-hmm. These lace back dresses. You put it on them, and you get the dress up, you know, around their body, around their torso, and you take a ribbon, and you just tie um, tie a knot. Tie, tie two loops uh-huh. where the waistline is. Where the waistline you, is. You put, and, and you tie it together where it feels like it will stay up, and it's comfortable. Yes. And then you also do that at the top two loops. Yeah. Then you loop the dress together. Okay, then you lace it. Right, okay, then you I, lace it. I forgot. Right. I remember us doing that for Caitlin's dress mm-hmm. a few years ago. Well, it saves the lacer yeah. upper person for sure. Yes. And it doesn't shift on them while you're doing it. Well, I think it also saves the wearer too because that's I what, That's what I'm saying. You, She's, you don't have to say to her, you have to hold this whole yeah. dress up while we're right. doing this. Yes. You know, it, it, it just works. It was... It's something so, and do. I think you saw what I do. I take two pieces of ribbon mm-hmm. and I loop them around the loop, mm-hmm. and you send them away with it. Yeah. And nowadays, I used to do that in front of someone. Nowadays, you can actually make them a video and send it to them on their phone. Man, we've been making a lot of videos lately. Yeah, we make a lot of videos on how to do this to... and how to. It's but people do not know how to wear garments. Okay, nobody. You know, it might be the only time she ever wears a dress like this. Well. You know, it's just the way our lifestyles are nowadays. Right. Like, going from just wearing well, and t-shirts a, and jeans to well, wearing one and of apparently, these. apparently. It's different. You know, I see these photos of their these women, girls, women in their wedding dress, or anybody in their wedding dress. And I'm like, that's not on them correctly. Yeah. Like, I'm, they're, at the, they're at the gown store. And it's not on them right. Well, you said when I got that picture. I, yes, I said her, this is not on her right. It doesn't yeah, look right. Yeah, I also said, oh, she's kind of slouching. I said, is she slouching? Yeah. Yes, I couldn't when tell. I, when I laced it up on her properly, she was fine. She was like, oh, well, okay, it'll make you, know, you stand I up, walk right? Around, that you know? is kind of one thing nice about a corseted dress mm-hmm. is it adds to your posture. Well, I find when I'm wearing clothes that don't fit nicely. Right. Even like normal, like right. if my Any leggings clothes. are too big, yes. I'll find I'm like kind of sticking my butt out yeah. a little bit to keep well, them up or something, or I, you know? See, well, actually, this t-shirt, see how this t-shirt rides up on my boobs, mm-hmm. drives me crazy, and I'm always pulling it down. Mm-hmm. Like it must just not have enough room right there. Well, I think I think that 
you know, the only reason that I know so much about this. It's because we do garments is, all day it's long. It's because we did garments right. and because I did all that performing. Well, and we live garments. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So I totally understand. And people who have performed sometimes will wear clothes a lot better. They've had a customer who said, this fits like this. You have to do this. But, or you they've know, had to wear they've something been coached, weird. And you've worn something that's, yes, that's not <laughs> within weird. your normal, yes. you know, spectrum of clothing. Yes, yeah. it's not in your Whole, your wardrobe right you're yes. right no the... or something that's not quite right like you're like this is as good as it gets you only have to wear it for two minutes <laughs> well or what about the things tangent, that <laughs> stop. I, Tan- tangent warning tangent how warning about, how about when somebody else costumes the player in and your zipper keeps coming down your on your zipper dress keeps coming down so you plan in the choreography when your back is to your friend and they can re-zip your dress and re-zip your dress and re-zip your dress yeah Yes, and what should have been done is a new zipper should have been put in. For instance, when I put a parka zipper, <laughs> right, yes. in a cocktail dress, right, which you don't do that in real life, but when you have a quick change and the person is naked in the bombs, changing from one costume to the other, you put in a parka zipper because your daughter, who happens to be their dresser, which is not this daughter, but right. my oldest daughter... Every time she put her in the dress, the zipper broke. Right. I would put a zipper in after every performance. So on the third performance, <laughs> she got a parka zipper. Yes. I, it matched. It worked. Right. Nobody knew from the stage that uh, she had a parka zipper that in. That was in Evita, just so yes, you all know. Yes, it was. Okay, well, I think I, I know that we covered like quite a few things in Fancy Month about this. Right. But I thought this was a little bit more in-depth about... Uh, well, we just addressed hems, hems in particular. Uh, particular things, but I really would recommend if you're interested in making formal wear or, you know, getting into altering formal wear or something like that, uh, that zine is really good. It's got a lot that of... That article is yeah, good. Or if you have a wedding coming up that somebody's going to yeah, make you do or absolutely. talk you into doing or guilt you into doing <laughs> or whatever. Every All my daughters are married. Their next weddings are their problems. <laughs> The next next wedding attire. Yes, their, yes. Own the, their next wedding is there. Although I do have two granddaughters and a bunch and of grandsons. How many grandsons do three. You have? Three. Okay. So far. I don't know why I couldn't count the grandsons? Yeah. So. so we'll see what happens. Well, and all the costumes I have ahead of me. <gasps> Another tangent. Zelda is sewing buttons onto fabric. Oh, now. that's so cute. So I got into our cross stitch yeah. stuff to try out improper cross stitch patterns by Haley Pearson Cox, and. I got a little hoop out, and I can I put some put like, it in the hoop, yeah, in it, like yeah, a scrap. yeah. But then I also there was like felt, and that all like the scraps right. of felt. And I knotted a needle for her, she and I, actually I sent her with other grandma, okay, with Derek's mom, and I was like, oh, I just put the sewing kit together for. Her. Do you want it for today? Right. You know, and she's like. Okay, came back, buttons on the 8 o'clock. There you go. And so then uh, we were doing some this morning, and she was actually going to see Grandma Number 3, Derek's stepmom, and I know she sews too, actually. Right. So um, I sent that with them, and she was doing it with me this morning, though, and it was so cute, and she's, like, learning how to hold the needle, and she's, like, doing a really good job. I'm like, this is... You know, I can't imagine what she'll be doing like a year from now. Right. You know, if she can sew on a Or she'll hate it. Right now. Yeah, yeah. One, or, one or the other. Whatever. We're trying to keep it fun. All right. Well, you can find us on Instagram. We're ZD Sewing Studio. You can join us in our wonderful Facebook group at uh, facebook.com slash group slash the self-sewn wardrobe. Take it away, Mom. So, so long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. 
For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 